Welcome to the Love Reimagined Podcast. If you're tired of hearing about a God who is supposedly represented perfectly through Jesus, but is less kind than you, your grandma, and even Hitler, this podcast is for you. We welcome you to join Joe Chadburn, that's me, and friends as we reimagine Father through the perfect lens of Christ. Now, we occasionally tip a few sacred cows, but be assured that no members of the bovine species were harmed during the recording of this episode you are about to enjoy. Hey everyone, it's Joe Chadburn. Looking forward to digging into Ephesians 1-3. Uh, it's a project that I've undertaken to go through the entire book of Ephesians, the letter of Ephesians, the letter of Paul to the Ephesians, verse by verse. And I'm really excited about it. And let's just go ahead and dig in here. We're just so thankful for everyone who's watching and listening uh, via the podcast. So let's get right into this, Ephesians 1-3. And you'll be able to find this series in its entirety at uh, my website, lovereimagine.org. And you'll also find links to the podcast and my YouTube channel there, where you can access tons of uh, videos that, uh, that I think will bless you. So here we go, Ephesians 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So that first word, blessed, okay, blessed be the God and Father, means worthy of praise, adorable. And yes, he is worthy of praise. He's worthy to be adored. And what a God. Our God is love, and he is perfectly represented through the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, the only one who could say, if you've seen me, you have seen the Father. And I'll tell you, Jesus is perfect. He's God's perfect selfie. He's beautiful, and we can see exactly what the Father is through Jesus. Aren't you glad about that? God became one of us so that we could see exactly what he was like. And he's the prototype son, the prototype human. So he shows us the type of life that can be lived through the Holy Spirit. I'm just so thankful for that. So blessing be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mentions God and Jesus. And of course, the Holy Spirit uh, is there. And we find the Holy Spirit throughout the entire Bible, okay? So yeah. Uh, I want to touch on uh, what the Greeks call perichoresis, because the Godhead, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, function in uh, what I believe is a circle dance, okay? Peri, um, meaning uh, around, choresis, that word that we get uh, choreographed. So it, there's a circle dance there, a, a, cir a circle around, okay, with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Okay. Uh, each functioning uh, in such a way that God is revealed to mankind. And what a beautiful thing. And through mankind. 
and we're invited into this life, into the in Christ realm, where we're partakers of the life of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Now, there are people uh, from other religions and different beliefs that do not believe that Jesus is God. I do believe that he is God. He's the Lamb who's worshipped throughout the book of Revelation. Uh, Revelation 5, 11 uh, through 14 is just one example of that. Psalm 45, 6 says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of your kingdom is a right scepter. Then Hebrews 1, 8, the writer of Hebrews tells us that this is Jesus that the psalmist was pointing to. But unto the Son, he says, Your throne, O God, he calls him God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. So here Jesus is called God, and that's wonderful. Hebrews 1.3 says that Jesus is the brightness of the Father's glory, the express image of his person. He upholds all things by the word of his power, okay? Uh, no one else can do that besides God. Jesus himself said that he was pre-existent, that he was God uh, before Abraham was. John 8.58 says, Verily, verily, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Jesus is the great I am. Jesus is God. John 1.1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Okay? And the, verse four, John 1.14, and the Word was made flesh. This is Jesus, the Logos, the perfect logic of God, Jesus, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The Word of God was made flesh and tabernacled among us. He is God incarnate. He was with God, and he was God. So that's where us Christians get that from, absolutely, and uh, uh, thank God for it. Um, yeah, he upholds all things by the word of his power, and by him all things consist. The Nicene Creed says that he is begotten, not made, and this is regarding his incarnation, meaning he originates with the Father, but not in a sense where he once didn't exist. His origin is not temporal, but relational. Thus, Jesus is understood as the eternally begotten, not created Son of God. Okay, one-third of the Trinity was always ordained to be one of us, incarnate forever, the man Christ Jesus. That's how much God loves his family, wanted a family, uh, ordained to have a family from before the foundation of the world. Our God is love. Our God is a family God who just loves his sons and daughters. And this is this is just such a powerful thing. Yeah, so he was pre-existent and destined to be visible before the foundation of the world, before Satan, before Adam, before sin, before you name it, okay? So this is awesome. Romans 8, 29 tells us that he's the firstborn among many brethren. Hebrews 2.11 says, both he that sanctifies and those who are sanctified are all of one. He's done this. We're made holy through him, okay? We're separated in, in, in him, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren or sisters and brothers. What a, what a powerful thing. Think about that. <laughs> Father, Son, and Holy Spirit love us. 
and they included us. Before the foundation of the world, we were included in the Godhead, and God thinks so much of mankind uh, that he became one of us, okay? And he shall forever be one of us, the man Christ Jesus. Wow, that's that's a powerful thing. And that, yeah, I, I know you can't wrap your head around it, but that spiritual reality, and that is that is a beautiful thing. Therefore, there's no distance. There's no separation. We're in him. We're one with him. God was in Christ reconciling the entire cosmos unto himself. 2 Corinthians 5, 19. Okay. So who has blessed us? Okay. He's blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. That word blessed, okay, it's has blessed, or Elizabethan English, King James, hath blessed. It's past tense. It's a done deal. But it's like a fun spiritual scavenger hunt. It's already, everything is already taken care of. We just simply appropriate it through relationship with him, through the love relationship that we have with him. That's right. Every moment of every day, the Bible says, if you live in the spirit, walk in the spirit. So we have access to the spirit realm. We have access to the Holy Spirit who dwells within us. We are in Christ. We are in this divine circle dance Oh, wow. God is always up to something. It's just a matter of us participating and playing our part. So it's it's such a cool thing. Again, it's past tense, done deal, like a fun spiritual scavenger hunt, okay, where we're always just in communion and just, you know, wanting to be in step. Isn't that powerful? I, I just love that. And that's how Jesus walked. And that's how he's called us to walk. And that's let's say that's not a uh, that's not a law thing. That's not uh, that's not cramming something down your throat. There's no condemnation in this. But all this is available to us. And and blessed means means I love this to speak well of. Okay, wow. And not for no reason whatsoever. Okay, <laughs> to invoke a good hope upon someone to prosper another person or thing with a word. Okay. The Word who was with God, the Word who was God, the Word who still is God, and He is incarnate. He is one of us, this Jesus. And that word, uh, bless, eulogeo, is the word we get eulogized, like eulogy, okay? He eulogized us. He blessed us. He spoke well of us from before the foundation of the world. God believes in mankind, even when we don't believe in ourselves or each other and he is always beckoning us unto beauty and unto unto goodness, unto righteousness, unto love, unto good works, you know? Um, not that we humanly manufacture or have to stir up or earn, but things in this spiritual scavenger hunt that are already ours that we can appropriate through his faith within us and that works by love and walk in those things, okay? So he's blessed us. I'm going to sip a coffee. The us is corporate, not just not just me, not just you, but he's blessed us, okay? This, this is a corporate thing. And I get a lot of people I see on Facebook and, and various places, I don't believe they understand this whole corporate thing. They think it's just them, okay? And it's not. Uh, they use the, the verse of 1 John 4, 17 too, and they twist it terribly, but it says, herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment or the day of crisis, because as he is, so are we in this world. 
and they think they people think they're Jesus. Okay, you and I are not Jesus. We're partakers of the divine nature, but we are not deity. Okay, I've seen quotes, and these are direct quotes I've seen on Facebook. They say all that he is and all he can do, I am and can do. Okay, people saying we are equal to God. No, you are not. You weren't. <laughs> no, you did not set uh, the universe <laughs> in motion. Okay, you are not the creator and sustainer of, of the universe. You are not to be worshipped. Okay, you are not God. That is delusional. Okay, you are not equal with God. Okay, Second Corinthians. <laughs> Second Peter 1.4 says that we are partakers of the divine nature, not deity, okay? So in John 19.30, Jesus, when Jesus says it is finished, okay, it's finished, but we're still fleshing it out, okay? So this, this is so important uh, to understand. We are still growing. We are still learning. We are his children. We are his offspring, okay? And... Um, yeah, we're partakers of the divine nature, but we are not deity. We partake of who he is. We're one with him, but our essence is not God, okay? Only God is God, all right? And again, Christians are monotheists. We just believe, we believe in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the Godhead, okay? Just like I believe that an egg is one, even though it has it's made up of three parts. It has a shell, a white and a yolk, but it's still an egg, okay? So, in, and I can have one egg, but that one egg is going to be made up of three parts, just like we are tripartite beings, okay? Spirit, soul, and body. So, there's a third of us that you see, okay? There's a third of us that is, uh, that, that is, uh, that's, 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 has flesh, and it's the same with the Godhead, okay? Jesus has a glorified body and always will. And so this is this is such a cool, wonderful thing. And yes, it is a mystery. Yes, we don't uh, understand all of it, but this is a, a reality without contradiction. So you can thank God for that, all right? So again, we're not equal with God. We are not Jesus. We are not to be worshipped, okay? We can't do everything he can do. I challenged a guy on Facebook the other day. I said, well, if you're equal to God, tell me the year, make, model, and color of the first vehicle I ever owned. And while you're at it, uh, <laughs> record a video and, and show me where you are walking through a wall, okay? You can't do that, all right? You are not Jesus, okay? So he's blessed us, and he is the head. We are the body. This is a family thing. It's a family scavenger hunt, if you will. All these blessings are already there for us to partake of, and we get to walk in them. And that, and again, that happens through relationship, okay? It's not uh, trying to beg God to be present. It's acknowledging his omnipresence. He's always present in us and around us always, okay? So that's that's a comforting thing to know, something that, uh, that religion doesn't like because religion feeds on separation and division and, uh, and denial <laughs> and delay when God's always there. Some, some people think, you know, and, and it's crazy. Even, I heard a song the other day, even when God's silent, we can trust him. 
God isn't silent. If God were silent, then you could do whatever you wanted to do, okay? He may not be saying exactly what you want him to, to say, or you may not feel like he's answering your question directly, but in your heart, there's always, you can always love the people around you. There's always the, the peace of God that you can have in your heart uh, when you're making decisions, when you're interacting with people. You can always love, okay? If not, you couldn't walk in the Spirit. We live in the Spirit, so therefore we can walk in the Spirit. We are in Christ, and this is this is a beautiful thing, and this is something that we have to experience, okay? The written Word has, has I mean, we <laughs> points us to the living Word, and we need a relationship with the living Word, who is Jesus, because the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life, okay? And this is something that, that he invites us to experience, all right? Yeah, don't be like the guy. Some people take their Bible, and it's like a map, and I could have a map of Disney World and sit in the middle of Disney World and not enjoy Disney World and just study the map. Or I can see the map and see what it points to, see everything that's available, and I can go and enjoy Disney World. How about that? So I'm encouraging you to enjoy, okay, uh, the heavenly realm where you're seated right now, okay? So he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings, okay? So this is not one person does not have it all. There's this word metron that I want to talk about. It's measure that's used throughout the New Testament, and it's a measure with definite limitation, okay? It's a limited portion. Okay, we don't even have all the same natural, lower level spiritual blessings. Okay, not all of us can sing, not all of us can dance, not all of us are great artists, not all of us are, are you know, astute at math, not everyone is a silver tongued orator. Okay, um, we all have different, different gifts, different skills, different abilities. Yeah, so it, these spiritual things that we're going to talk about that, that, that overtake all of these things, and, and he brings his super to our natural. Thank God for that. But, uh, but there's limited portion. You don't have it all, okay? Neither do I. And people need to realize that John 3.34 says, Speaking of Jesus, for he whom God sent speaks the words of God, for God gives not the Spirit by measure unto him. Okay? All right. Now, for us, this is another story. Romans 12, 1 through 8, because Jesus is the head, we're the body. This is the corporate Christ, not just one person walking the earth. Okay? Um, wow. That's why he said, the works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do, because I go to the Father. They're going to be greater in number. The things that, that he was able to do because, uh, because, <laughs> because of his body, because he said, tag, you're it, and not just you're it, but we're it, and you're in us, and we're in you. In that day you will know that I am in the Father, you're in me, and I am in you. John 14, 20, so powerful. But Romans 12, 1 through 8, let me read that real quick. Because a lot of a lot of people go to they love verse one and two, but I mean just take it out of context, all right, and then go to other places in the Bible and tell us where we have to have our mind renewed, and and a lot of that's okay too. But let's go to the primary context of it. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So we better go on from there. 
For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every person. Okay, the measure, there's metron of faith. Metron is a limited portion. So the Apostle Paul is letting us know there's a limited portion. You do not have, okay, uh, the spirit beyond measure, okay, without measure. It doesn't work that way. We all have a portion. And we bring our portion. But let me tell you something. Your portion is more than enough for you to function for the rest of your life, knowing your lane and functioning in it and growing in it. And, and perhaps there's things that you have not yet discovered that are there for you, okay, that you can walk in. But again, it's a portion. You are not it. It's not just uh, you and Jesus or you as Jesus. It doesn't work that way, okay? So God has dealt to every man the measure of faith, verse 4, for as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. This is an interdependence, okay, that is demonstrated perfectly in the, the life of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, gifts differing, okay? With a prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Ministry, let us wait on our ministry. Or he that teaches on teaching, he that exhorts on exhortation, he that gives, let him do it with simplicity. He that rules with diligence, he that shows mercy with cheerfulness, okay? And it's not that we all can't partake in those things and do those things, but but some people, again, they have a, there's a special portion that people have, okay? And in 1 Corinthians, you read about different members of the body of Christ. We are members, and each one of us has a metron, okay? There is a limited portion, regardless of what Facebook tells you, okay? So, yeah. 2 Corinthians 10, 13 through 15 says, Paul says this, but we will not boast of things without our measure or beyond our measure. See, Paul had a metron, okay? He had limitations, but according to the measure of the rule which God has distributed to us, a measure to reach even unto you. For we stretch not ourselves beyond our measure as though we reach not unto you, for we come as far to you also in preaching the gospel of Christ, not boasting of things without our measure, beyond our measure, that is, of other men's labors, but having hope when your faith is increased that we shall be enlarged by you according to our rule abundantly. Yeah. The Apostle Paul humbles himself and says, I need you. I'm going to receive from you, okay? This is a mutual thing. Wow, okay? Ephesians 4, 7 says, But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Ephesians 4, 13, and I, I'm going to get into Ephesians 4, of course. We're going verse by verse, so I'm not going to get too deep into this. But uh, till we all come to the unity of the faith, of the knowledge of the Son of Man, unto the perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. This is a unity thing. This is an us thing, not a me thing. Okay? So that's the, the body of Christ functioning beautifully in the earth where there is such a mutual appreciation and adoration for Christ and the, the head and Christ the body, each member, 
Wow, that's powerful, okay? And then Ephesians 4, 10 through 12, talks about apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. These are five-fold functions. Again, these are, these are particular measures that, uh, that not everybody has. Not everybody functions um, in those places, okay? Not everybody has those particular functions. And uh, we're going to talk more about that when we get to Ephesians 4. And I'm going to save really the fruit and gifts of the Spirit for future teachings in their respective uh, epistles, okay? Uh, namely Galatians and, um, and 1 Corinthians in particular, okay? Um, but yeah, everything that Jesus could draw from, his body can draw from. And this is a wonderful thing. We have the fruit of the Spirit, okay, which is not uh, humanly earned or manufactured. Love, joy, peace, faithfulness, okay, long-suffering, all of those things, meekness, gentleness, all of these things are just, just a byproduct of the one who lives in us. We yield to Mr. Patient, okay? We yield to Mr. Kind. We yield to Mr. Love, Mr. Faith. He lives in us, okay, and we can walk uh, in those things, um, and and then we function in our metron, but those the fruit is more than enough. So nobody can say, "Well, I don't have patience; it wasn't given to me." Yes, you have you have patience, okay? You have the the love of God within you, and you may not be some you know some great orator. You may not be an artist, a singer. You may a lot of things you may not be able to do, okay, in certain ways that you may not function because you're a, you're a certain part uh, of the body of Christ, but that's okay. You can love just as good as anybody else, okay? You can be as long-suffering as anybody else, all right? And the gifts of the Spirit, and I do believe, I'm no, no cessationist. I, I think these things have been so perverted and used and twisted and prostituted, but uh, I'll tell you, the gifts of the Spirit, thank God for the gifts of the Spirit that are not humanly earned or manufactured, the revelatory gifts, the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, what they call the power gifts, that's faith, healing, working of miracles, the utterance gifts, tongues, interpretations of tongues, prophecy, okay? And uh, thank God we can, First uh, Corinthians 12, 31 tells us, earnestly covet the best gifts, yet I show you a more excellent way. <laughs> and this is, this is the, the gifts functioning in love, okay? And this is, this is, this is again, so important. It's just letting love live through us. And then our love for people, what happens is the gifts just come forward. You covered honestly the best gift. The best gift is what's going to uh, meet the need in, a, in in any given situation, okay? And uh, and having unction that, hey, you are the one to do this, and you're, you're in your lane. It's what God's revealed to you, uh, and it's something that is on this scavenger hunt for your life in particular. You've been blessed. That's one of the spiritual blessings in heavenly places that belongs to you, heavenly places being the spirit realm where you dwell, the invisible realm where you dwell, where you can manifest the spirit realm in the, <laughs> in the visible realm. So what a wonderful thing. I, I speak in tongues. I mean, every day I pray in tongues, okay? Um, I've had, there have been so many things. I've seen uh, miracles, healings, medically verified uh, things. I mean, just, just absolutely phenomenal things. And uh, these things ought to be commonplace, really, I believe, in the life of the believer. The world is still in such great need, okay? So I mean, I, I don't understand cessationism, and I guess I bypassed all that unbelief because I just started when I believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, just was, you know, just was, just started, you know, ministering <laughs> in in these things and learning these things and growing in him and, and learning of him, 
you know? So this is a, uh, yeah, I've got, I've got so many stories that I could tell. And when we get to, uh, I get to first Corinthians, um, we get to talking about this on first Corinthians 12. I'd like to break it down deeper, but i my wife and I have had times where been in, uh, one instance was in, um, P.F. Chang's in Durham, North Carolina. Okay. And uh, I'm there and I'm, uh, and all of a sudden the, the waiter, I just felt something in my heart for this guy. And I told him, I said, you know what? I said, I'm one of those Christians that believes he hears from God. Um, but I don't always believe that I get it right. So let me run something by you. Okay. And just began talking to him and he started crying because the things that I was sharing were things that he was praying to the Lord about that same day. And it was deep into the things that he wanted to do in life and what he was studying in college. And I mean, there was, there was details in this. and I knew this wasn't from me. Okay. This was from, this was from the Lord. All right. This is an African American brother. And uh, wow, what a, what a time, you know, and, uh, and let's say that's just one of, I could tell you just so many things, you know, throughout our lives that uh, my wife, and I, um, and my, my children, um, that we've seen that are just, that are just phenomenal. So, so yeah, fruit of the spirit is for today. Thank God. Gifts of the spirit or for today, people still need to be healed. They still need to be loved. They still need, uh, all of that stuff. They don't need to be condemned. I'll talk about healing sometimes be, be, <laughs> sometime in the future because I don't blame people for not having a faith or, or whatever. There's a lot of crazy teachings out there. Nevertheless, I do believe that there is ministry in the body of Christ. And I do believe that a lot of times people are not healed um, because they're asking God to do something that God told the body to do. He said, we had lay hands on the, on the sick and they would recover. He told us to cover earnestly the best gifts. And, and part of that is of course, healing and, uh, and miracles. So just asking God to do something like he's an errand boy or an Uber driver, uh, just isn't in keeping with what he's told us to do. <laughs> he, he gave us authority, uh, to go forth. And, uh, and so we need to function in that as his, body. So how cool is that? I mean, Peter and, and, and John at the gate, beautiful. They didn't just pray to Jesus. They, they had silver and gold, have we none? But such as we have, we give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and, and walk. So there was that, uh, they had to speak. It was their voice speaking. Okay. So we need to, we need to be actively involved. God wants us actively involved in his life. Okay. So yeah, sometimes we're praying and asking him to do stuff that he's told us to do just like to meet somebody's need or whatever. And yes, there's, there's things that happen just supernaturally and through praying and, uh, we can speak the word just like Jesus did. And remember the, uh, um, uh, the centurion's, uh, servant was healed. We see, we see other, you know, ex examples. So there's so many, I say this is, this is, we don't put God in a box. He's not in a box. Um, he, he's wonderful. He's beautiful. He lives in us, but he wants to work through us. We are workers together with God is what Paul said. So he's in us. So this is, this is a, an awesome thing. And we can function in these spiritual realities. I believe that with all my heart. But no one person has it all. This is a, we have a metron. There is a limited portion that we, that we function in. And that's why we can, you know, it's, it's good because you're not God. You're not the almighty. You, you're not the one who, uh, you know, who has to do it all. So we can rest in that and just, just function in what he's given us to do without guilt or condemnation. If he hasn't placed it in our heart to do, then you don't have to do it. 
Okay. It's just, it's just as simple as that. Uh, when it comes to any, you know, particular individual or particular situation. So this is all about relationship with Jesus, who is the living word. So he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings, okay, in heavenly places. The proper translation places was added by the translators. So it's really in the heavenlies, in Christ, okay, in the heavenlies. Uh, I've said this before. I've done teachings on this about heaven, about how Jesus is not building you a physical mansion, and people have misunderstood that. And you can go to my YouTube channel, go to lovereimagined.org. I cover those things. But I will say this, God didn't create heaven because he was homeless, okay? God existed before heaven and could have survived without it, okay? Um, <laughs> so, And we don't wait to die to go to heaven. We are in the realm of the spirit. It's just the invisible realm around us. Does it transcend Woo, beyond the universe? Yeah, thank God for that, okay? But the universe can't contain our God. Isn't that a wonderful thing? So yeah, he's everywhere, but never forget that he is beyond near, okay? He is in us and all around us, all over us. Yeah, so <laughs> you're in heaven right now while being visible, and heaven is invisible to you. One day you'll be invisible, and heaven will be visible to you. Okay, that's when you die. But in the grand finale, when you're resurrected, you become visible again. Okay, and the meek inherit the earth. It's a beautiful thing. This new heaven and new earth that Jesus already initiated at the cross. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and, and wow. And we can talk about AD 70. I talk a lot about, lot about new heaven, new earth. In our videos, again, go to lovereimagined.org. Go to our breakdown of Matthew 24. It will bless you. Go to uh, the breakdown of temple theology. I did two podcasts on that that are really, really good. Not just saying that because I did it, but there's very, very rich teaching in there that will bless you, okay? So wherever you are right now is a heavenly place, whether or not you're acknowledging the invisible realities in and around you. Jesus, John 3.13, said this, okay? And he's the prototype son. This is so cool. And no man has ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man who is in heaven. So he's talking <laughs> to Nicodemus. He's talking. He's on the earth, and he's saying that he's in heaven at the same time. What are you talking about, Jesus? How can that be? Isn't heaven somewhere out in the ether? Isn't just some place you just go when you die? No, Jesus is saying, I'm in heaven, okay? Wow! <laughs> yeah, he's in heaven while functioning on earth, okay? He is the, the consummate fulfillment of Jacob's ladder, uh, John 151. I get into detail about that when I talk about uh, temple theology. And again, you can go to those, those podcasts. Uh, I highly encourage you to do that. And the link again is at lovereimagined.org. So I'm not going to belabor that right now. Okay. Yes, life after death, if, if you die, you be you become invisible. To be absent from the body, 2 Corinthians 5 eight, is to be present with the Lord, but you've already been present with the Lord, but you enter into a, a fresh reality of the Spirit, okay? And, and that's awesome. But you also, according to 1 Corinthians 15, okay, and there's other places I can go here too, but we will have resurrected, glorified bodies just like Jesus does, okay? So this mortal shall put on immortality. Um, 
heaven, okay? Just being in the invisible realm is not the end game, okay? Um, heaven perfectly manifested on earth is. That's why we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, okay? Hebrews 12, 22 says that we've already come, okay, unto Mount Zion, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to a new an innumerable company of angels. Uh, this is the city that Abraham was longing for, okay? Revelation 21, 2 talks about the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven. Matthew 5, 5 says, the meek shall inherit the earth, and Jesus was speaking from Psalm 37, said, but the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers. So he believed that there could be peace on earth. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace and goodwill toward men. All right. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Isaiah said, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, and of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end, okay? That was inaugurated, okay, in his birth, his life, his death, his burial, his resurrection, and his ascension. Jesus is King. Jesus is Lord, what a what a powerful, awesome, wonderful thing here, okay? And uh, yeah, we are living in the new creation, the new heaven and the new earth, okay? The new covenant, the new creation, the new Israel made up of Jew and Gentile, okay? The new Jerusalem, the new temple, the new priesthood. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 34, and again, I break this down in so many videos. Uh, Colin McIntyre, fantastic scholar, um, broke these down with me, and uh, and I know you're going to uh, really appreciate uh, that series if you go to Matthew 24. We break it down. We break that down verse by verse, and it was wonderful. Jesus says, Verily I say to you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. That's everything that he spoke in the Olivet Discourse there. Everything that he's speaking in Matthew 24, okay, uh, came to pass in that generation, and we prove that, okay, through the writings of Josephus, through history, uh, through, you know, understanding original audience relevance, and uh, yeah, and just the way that the linguistics and what certain things meant that Jesus said to first century Jews and Romans. So I highly encourage you to check that out. But Jesus says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. And that's what he's talking about, the words that he's speaking there in the Olivet Discourse, Matthew 5, 18. And some of you heard me say this before, but Jesus said, verily I say to you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. So what he's saying here, okay, uh, if heaven and earth haven't passed away already, yeah, then, then adulterous women still need to be stoned, okay? It's an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, okay? I mean, it, most everything's on the table, okay? We still have to have a Levitical priesthood. We still have to have animal sacrifices. No, Hebrews, the book of Hebrews just totally condemns all of that and tells, tells people not to go back to the former because there is a new thing, a new and living way. And, and so, so this is something that people need to understand. Heaven and earth to any first century Jew, they understood that as the temple, okay? Heaven was the, whole, the most holy place. 
earth was the was the holy place, and then your outer court where the laver was was the sea, and that's what it was even called, the sea. All right. So this this is and he said those things are going to pass away, and they did pass away, but Jesus' words didn't pass away, and the Romans came and destroyed Jerusalem in AD seventy. And again, we talk a lot about that. The old temple was a microcosm where heaven and earth met, where God met with mankind. Okay, but even that second temple, there was no no glory. Okay, like there was in Solomon's temple. Okay, but it represented where heaven and earth met. And then Jesus comes. Okay, and the Word was made flesh and tabernacled among us. Okay, so Jesus is the new. <laughs> house of God, okay? He is this fresh house of God, and we are one in him and with him. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. You're not going to have a physical mansion. That's not what that whole thing is about, okay? <laughs> no, it's dwelling places, and that's in, in um, John 14, 2. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. What's he talking about? Uh, read the whole chapter, but long story short, pop down to verse uh, 20, okay? In that day, you shall know that I am in my Father, and you're in me, and I'm in you. I am the house of God. I am the Beth El. I am the temple, okay? Wow. <laughs> right? And I have this corporate temple that is my body, my people, okay? Wow, isn't this awesome? Made up of Jew and Gentile and every nation, okay? The whole cosmos called into this man called Christ Jesus, accepted into him and was accepted in him from before the foundation of the world. So yeah, it's a new day. There's a new covenant, a new creation. Yes, a new Israel, a new Jerusalem, a new temple and a new priesthood. Wow, yes, the old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new, and we'll keep growing in this newness. Have we arrived? No. That's why we need to, as we live in the Spirit, we need to walk in the Spirit. Wow. Unto Him be glory in the church. <laughs> That's made up of Jew and Gentile. No division. All nations, okay? <laughs> Throughout all ages, world without end. The meek shall inherit the earth. Yes. That's a real deal. So what a wonderful thing. Wherever you are right now is a heavenly place. Whether or not you acknowledge the invisible realities in and around you, it, you're still there. It's a heavenly place. We, are, we live in the spirit realm. Matter of fact, you are spirit. You have a soul. You have mind, will, and emotions, and you live in a body. What a, what a cool thing, okay? And uh, that word is... Yeah, that again, that word places, okay, heavenly places. Places is added by the translators, but that word in Christ, so it's in Christ, and that word in, okay, denotes a fixed position, all right? What a wonderful thing. It is a fixed position in Christ, in the commonwealth of Israel's Messiah. We are actually in him. We are one with him, okay? No, you are not the Messiah. You are not God, but you are in him. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. We are in the family of God. We are his image bearers, and wow. And we have the Holy Spirit living in us, and we can 
walk this thing out. Jesus even told the Pharisees in the first century who didn't believe in him. He, he said, the kingdom of God doesn't come with observation, but the kingdom of God is in you. You're just not recognizing the kingdom, okay? In, in me, you live and move and have your being, but you don't even recognize it, okay? And so this, this, this awakening, being born again unto what he already did, uh, changes everything what he's uh, he's already done for every man woman boy or girl uh since adam and eve and uh, and beyond and and all that shall live okay uh yeah god has a purpose for each and every individual loves each and every individual and uh, yes and sees the beauty uh in each and every individual uh whether or not we see it in ourselves but uh but he wants the he wants these individuals to uh, you know, in this in this day and age, to be to see that they are already one. Okay, there's no division. People who try to let's let's uh, let's have a uh, you know let's have meeting unity meetings. Let's try to become one. No, you you come together and celebrate that you're already one, and then you can walk that thing out. Then you quit seeing all the differences, and then you see your commonalities. You see people as brothers and sisters, as your father's image bearers. And you appreciate them, and then you can partake of each other's metron, okay? Each other's fixed portions, and then, man, you got something. Just like when people bring portions uh, to a potluck dinner, okay? Not everybody's got everything, but man, when you bring all the uh, the ingredients together, you got something going on there, okay? And the Father has set the table, okay? I'm telling you, He has set the table, and we are bringing dimensions of the Lord Jesus Christ to the table. We are bringing our metron, and it makes it makes for something beautiful. And He, he invites us all to come in and dine. And the table is, uh, yeah, is infinitely long, and and all are welcome to partake. Uh, I'd go so far as to say everyone's seated there, but they just don't realize that they are. Therefore, they are not partaking of the spiritual realities around them and not sharing from uh, from the beauty that they were created uh, to share. So again, that's a key word: metron, measure. You are not uh, you are not everything. Okay, you are not all in all. You are not omnipresent, omniscient, or omnipotent, okay? <laughs> You're just loved and accepted and blessed and gifted and invited into this to partake of this uh, wonderful scavenger hunt uh, of blessings of life that you can walk in that are available to you right now in the spirit. Wow. Ephesians 1.3 was fun. I obviously did not cover everything that could possibly be covered, so much more that I could have added to this, that you can add to this, that Bible scholars have added to this, that grandmothers and little children can add to this, okay? So I don't think I know it all. I don't think I'm sharing it all. Uh, I'm just sharing a little bit uh, from the Christ within me that I, I believe that, you know, that I'm to share right now. And uh, yeah, who knows, 20 years from now, uh, I could be sharing from the same verse, and hopefully there'd be even more, you know, depth to it and beauty to it. And that's the beauty of the things of Christ. We speak the truth in love to one another as joints of supply. Um, there's so many other people. That's why I love dialogue. I really don't like just doing videos on my own. Uh, if I find uh, a person or group to do these with, that would be uh, that would be phenomenal. But uh, you know, for now, this is this is what we're doing. But again, this is my metron. This is just a portion. I am one. 
uh, member of the body of Christ. I don't know it all. I don't see it all. I don't have it all. But uh, but but thank the Lord, I can share from the abundance, the, the that the river that never runs dry, that is reserved for me in this beautiful, blessed, uh, for lack of a better term, scavenger hunt, okay, uh, in the spirit. So God bless. Thanks for uh, being with me, and thank you for your time. Uh, if you're learning something from these, if they're blessing you, I encourage you to share it with your family, friends, uh, even your enemies, whoever you want to share it with, uh, because we love we love everybody and we want them to, uh, yeah, to receive the word. So God bless you. Have a great week. Thanks so much for being with us today. If you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and share with your family, friends, and those who have yet to discover their awesomeness and yours. You can also check us out at lovereimagine.org. Again, no cows were harmed during the recording of this episode.